0: Are you starting to work on your custom floor plan and you want to make sure you do it right? In other words, you want to avoid making costly floor plan mistakes that you'll later regret? If so, keep listening. In this episode, we'll cover common mistakes people make when creating a custom floor plan or tweaking an existing plan. Unfortunately, I even see builders and the occasional architect make these floor plan mistakes simply because they overlook the little details. But don't worry, friend, you will have a big advantage over those people because you'll know what important details to look out for so you can avoid making these mistakes in your own floor plan. You're listening to the Before You Build podcast. If you're dreaming of building a custom home or you're ready to start planning right now, this show is your one-stop shop for actionable home building tips that will help you design a home that makes your family and your wallet happy for years to come. I'm Carrie, a Midwestern mom who designed my own custom home from the ground up, inside and out. I cracked the code on how to bring my dream home to life while sticking very close to budget. And now I'm here to teach you everything I learned along the way so that you too end up with a cozy, beautiful home that is perfect for your family. Let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome back to the Before You Build podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Barker, AKA Caroline on Design. And today in episode four, I'm going to share several custom floor plan mistakes that can be easily avoided. But let me first say, as I always do, there truly are no mistakes when designing your home. There are certain things that are best avoided, and that's what we're going to talk about today But there's no such thing as a true mistake. But I want you to be equipped with enough knowledge to design the perfect home layout for your family. So let's talk about what to avoid if possible. And I actually have 11 mistakes to cover, but I want to keep this episode short and actionable. So I am going to share the first six mistakes in this episode. Honestly, these are the most important things to avoid when creating your floor plan, But you can find the entire list of 11 common mistakes in this episode's show notes at carolineondesign.com backslash podcast. Plus, I've added some images in the show notes to illustrate what I'm talking about for some of these mistakes, just so you have a visual. Okay, mistake number one, again, it's not really a mistake, but mistake number one is an unwelcoming foyer. When guests step into your home, you want them to feel welcomed and you probably want them to kind of ooh and awe over your house as well. So consider how guests will move around in your foyer and think about what focal point you want from the front door. For example, when guests walk into my foyer, the first thing they look out at is my backyard. They see directly out a wall of large windows into our backyard because that's what I wanted guests to see. Another thing to consider is incorporating a little area for guests to comfortably sit and put on their shoes or drop their keys. And I know this isn't always possible. It's not possible in my home. We don't have room for a table, anywhere to sit. We don't have any of that. But I encourage you to use the space you have to the best of your ability. Also, if possible, Avoid having your front door lead directly into your main living space or having your foyer dead end into a coat closet or just a wall. And let me clarify a little bit. My foyer does lead into the main living space, but there's a definite dedicated foyer area and a little hall that separates the foyer from our family room. What I'm talking about avoiding is having your guests walk into the front door And basically trip over your couch because they're walking directly into your family room. So hopefully that makes sense. Mistake number two is placing your kitchen and garage on opposite sides of the house. And the place I usually see this is in stock plans. And I just don't understand it because who wants to tote 1800 bags of groceries all the way to the other side of the house when you're unloading from your garage? I don't. I imagine you probably don't either. So when creating your floor plan, it's important to think about how you and your family will live in your home so that you really consider the practical details. In this case, we're talking about your kitchen placement in proportion to your garage. Mistake number three is a lack of privacy in the primary bedroom. This mistake that I see often is when people place the door to their primary bedroom off of their main living area. And many floor plans do this. Unfortunately, they have the primary bedroom directly off the living room or the kitchen, and sometimes even the foyer. And this layout allows guests to see directly into your bedroom, including your unmade bed, if you're anything like me. So simply adding a small hallway or configuring something to allow you to place the bedroom entry out of sight is highly recommended. In the Show notes for this episode, I've added floor plan images that illustrate what I'm talking about. You'll find an example of what not to do, as well as an example of how to fix this mistake if that's how your floor plan is looking. Okay, mistake number four is lack of privacy in your powder room. Just like the previous mistake, try to avoid placing the door to your powder room in the main living area of your home. This happens far too often and it's kind of awkward when everyone at the party knows when you're in and out of the bathroom. Unfortunately, I did make this mistake in my own basement. Our basement bathroom isn't directly off the main living area, but it's off a hallway that is fully visible from the main living area. So these mistakes happen to any of us, no one's perfect. So I just want you to learn from my experience And in today's show notes, I have an illustration screenshot of a floor plan that has the bathroom directly off of the dining room. And that is not what you want to do. Okay, mistake number five is lack of privacy in the informal entry, which is basically the garage entry. This mistake isn't as offensive as the other lack of privacy mistakes. However, it's important to think about the placement of your mudroom or the informal entry where your family drops all your crap, to be honest. I don't know about your family, but we have lots of backpacks, shoes, coats, volleyball bags, all kinds of stuff. So if your mudroom or informal entry is anything like mine, it's a complete disaster at all times. So it's best to hide this from view unless you don't care. But we added a pocket door in our mudroom just so we can close the door and hide the mess. We honestly really never close the door. But if we have new guests come to the house, we'll usually close it. Okay, mistake number six is having minimal windows in your secondary bedrooms. I see way too many houses or floor plans that have one teeny tiny window in the second floor secondary bedrooms. And I understand you're at the mercy of your roof line, but you can typically add another little window to the area. And I've added an example in the show notes of a room that has a very teeny window that you could probably add a second or even a third window to. So my advice is, Make sure you have more than one window in your secondary bedrooms. Um, Even if it's just two that are right by each other, that's a very normal way to do it. And I highly recommend it. Believe me, you're going to thank me later. Okay, so you can find all the other mistakes in our show notes. And in case you didn't take notes, you can find what we talked about plus the five mistakes we didn't cover in the show notes. Also, you'll see examples, like I said, of what I'm talking about. You'll see examples of what to avoid, and there are examples of how to fix the mistake. So I hope this list of common floor plan mistakes to avoid gives you plenty to think about when creating or tweaking your floor plan. I hope you feel more excited and knowledgeable and ready to create a floor plan with a critical eye for the little details mentioned above. If you want to dive deeper into creating the perfect floor plan for your family, I've created a great resource for you. I invite you to download my free floor plan creation questionnaire, which I'll add a link in this episode's show notes. This guided worksheet includes 25 questions that will help you truly consider your family's needs so that you end up with a home layout that is designed perfectly for your family. All right, friend, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And while you're there, it would be awesome if you could take a minute to rate and review the Before You Build podcast. By doing this, you are personally helping me reach even more people who are ready to build the home of their dreams. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you next week. Same place, same time. Bye.